Family Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stadler. Mike, we got a question today from Steven. Steven asked us, what's the biggest mistake with mock scrapes? And if you make mistakes, how do you correct them? Just don't do what the biggest mistake is. Yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, mock scrapes. I don't know. Uh, well, actually, I do know. Here's what I think the biggest mistake people do with mock scrapes. They put scent on them. What do you think about that? I don't like it. No? I don't like anything about it. No? <clears throat> Why is that? Because it's foreign. Correct. And most deer urines, well, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you think about it. Right. Yeah, I don't, you know, the day drippers, all that stuff. Like you'll see, I know there's a there's a guy that has a TV show, shoots a lot of giant giant bucks, mm -hmm. and then they'll always show the commercial with the the day dripper. The dripper. I guarantee you, he doesn't have that anywhere. Getting him by where he hunts. Getting your nocturnal bucks to move yeah. during daylight. Yeah, because it'll do it. No more. Yeah, no, it won't. Yeah, don't, don't put scent in them. You know the. Mock scrapes are communal anyway. Yeah. You know, and yeah, do they leave scent in them? Yeah, they urinate in them. Yeah. Obviously. And not always. Not always. Sometimes they go right around them, you know. Sometimes yeah. they smell and go around them. Sometimes they do stuff in them. Sometimes they don't. Uh, yeah, scent is a, I think that's the biggest one. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, uh, scent, mock scrapes, I, I got so much video to show people why not to put scent in things. You know, that uh, that one buck in the snow when he walked up, I had a dripper hanging in the tree. And I'm not saying, you know, I used drippers back in the day before I knew better. And uh, that's what this video will show. But, I mean, he walks in, he kind of puts his head up, that dripper's there, and he's like, why is there dope heat in the tree? Yeah. And he freaks out. And that was a big deer. Yeah. Um, you know, now I was already tagged out filming that day, but uh, it shows the reaction of a mature buck on something like that, and it's not positive no. at all. Um, to be honest, the entire time that I've hunted, hunted, I can say two times that I think scent worked twice. Mm -hmm. I did a drag rag thing when I was first hunting <clears throat> that ended up working. On a younger deer, and then I did shoot a decent ten pointer uh, on a product they call Buck Beads. It's a like a freeze dried, you know, type of urine deal. Back in the day, quite a few years ago, twenty plus years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, a, he's old. Yeah, he did. He had to go there. <clears throat> True though. Um, yeah, it's the same thing when you know because we do a lot of mock scrapes. Yep. Um, and we hang, obviously, our our scrapes and our vines. Or our vines, and we use vines, grape yeah. vines or vines out of the trees. Yep. Um, we don't believe in the ropes and that kind of stuff. We don't. No. It's foreign again. Vines are in trees. They're growing. Um, it's not saying they're using them. True. Um, we've watched a lot of them not work. Um, you just kind of cut it. I think another thing is figure out where they're going to use one. The big thing is that, I think, location trail we were talking about uh, just a second ago, this is where my my buck actually came off this trail. I shot him 
just up 10 yards from Carl, up towards the main trail. So this is a, the trail here, you can see it. Um, we're gonna actually hang a string of mock between these two trees and hang it pretty much right here, off the, just a hair off this trail. You can watch, like we have footage of um, some spots where they hit them every time. Yep. Some spots they'll hit them early season mm -hmm. and they don't go back to them. Um, other ones that they, they're there constantly and they literally never go past that mock straight, you know, hangs there. Yep. So there's a lot of different things there. There's a lot of things too to understand about mock scrapes. Our, our big thing is location. The other thing I'll tell you too is I, I've seen some people and I actually have great respect for one of them, but he's like, put a licking branch in their face, which is fine, I agree with that, but put a licking branch in their face and here he's got 20 of them in a 50 yard length. That to me is not a positive. Don't put too many mock scrapes out. Don't expect that a deer's gonna hit every branch walking down the trail. He's not. They're not going to. They don't do that. Pick spots where they always hit them. Yeah. You know, which is what we do. Um, some of them we just leave because it's just natural yeah. um, overgrowth that they use for a scrape. Mm -hmm. um, I have several of them. My property, Carl has several of them on his property. Yep. Um, Never put out a mock scrape that you can't hunt. Yeah, that's, a, that's another big one. And then use them to help your promotion of your deer movement on your property. East, west, north, south, whatever it may be. You're there to, you're using that to give you a hunting or a, a, a hunting location. You're also using that for inventory and deer. You're also using that to help promote the movement on your property. Not only in that particular location, because you might not be sitting in that stand because the wind direction's wrong, but you're 50 yards down that trail or 100 yards down that trail because you know that movement and the wind is correct on that one. Right. You know, so you're using that, if that buck's using that particular scrape, you know, day after day at a certain time or dang close to a certain time and the wind direction's wrong for that particular stand, but you know you've got another one 50 yards or 100 yards down that particular trail, you can count on hunting that. Don't be afraid to do that, that's a, that's a win also. You know, mock scrapes are a great tool. I think don't over don't overthink their their uh, attraction. They're probably very safe. Uh, in and out for you. Dog shaking her head. She has an itch. She don't agree with it either. No, she's like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are a few things. Like, and we've talked about mock scrapes, and we've talked about the vines that we hang. Um, a lot of people do it out there. Yep. Uh, you know, we believe in the vines themselves, or the grapevines, whatever you want to call them. We don't believe in anything you can buy. No. Because um, they're out there. Just cut them out. And we have found that the, the smaller diameter ones seem to work better. Three-quarter inch. And the bigger, heavier vines. Because I've tried a couple bigger, heavier vines here, and they don't seem to get any much activity out of them. And the smaller ones they do seem to use. Mach number one, done. Just because we wanted to replace this. This particular one, you can see that this vine had dried out, it's cracking. Uh, it's actually bigger than an inch around. I think the deer don't like that that much either. So we will get rid of this. And uh, hopefully this will work out a little bit better and we'll get more activity this year on it. Stick around and see what happens. Yeah.
No, you just got to be careful with camera on them because they move a lot more. No, yeah, that's <laughs> true. So you get a camera that's picking up a lot more like that, you know. But you the know. three quarter inch around <laughs> seems to be very functional uh, a line that's three quarters inch, probably five to six feet in length if you can get it up that high with kind of an angle on the end of it. They like that little bit of an angle on it. They like their, they'll chew on it and tear it up. And this year I had this, had to replace four because they, they tore them all up, mm -hmm. broke them and all of that. So um, also you you have to maintain your scrapes too, make sure that you do that. So like I said, you know, I had to change vines this year because uh, they will dry out or they'll chew them, they'll break them with their antlers, yeah. tweak on them. Um, you know, location-wise, and you're putting in a mock scrape, make sure you put it on one of their main transitions that you can see currently. Don't just randomly throw a vine up in the woods and expect all of a sudden deer to start hitting it because it doesn't work. All of ours are on main trails or heavily used trails, whether yep. that be a big cleared-out trail or just a nice trail through the timber, whatever that is. You know, the other thing, Mike, I see that people like state-wise. That's Archer, Casey. Yeah, Archer's a, he's a big brawler. <laughs> he must have saw a leaf go across the lawn. Yeah. The other thing I see big mistake wise that people make is uh, the height they hang their vine. Yeah. You know, they'll hang it too high or way too low. Yeah. You know, lower ones will come and they'll smell it, whatever, they'll look at it. They're more prone to kind of check that out than they are one that's too high. They'll walk right by it, don't even check. Should be waist high. Buyer's stand right there. Uh, we got a cell cam just off this main trail like we talked about, this mock hung. You always want them at least waist or a little lower. This will droop a little too over time. So a little bit of hook on your vine is always good too. In case nobody's ever told you that, the bucks like to kind of get in there and throw that around a little bit. So waist high. Yep. That's about a rule of thumb of it. If you have it on a tree that um, de-leaves mm -hmm. later in the year, just remember that. Yes. It's going to pull it up higher. You know, so if you ever watch us do it, we look at what we're putting them on. Let's say a lot of times we'll hang them on ropes. Yep. You know, we'll string ropes across the two trees and hang them, then it's not, the position of it stays the same. Yeah, you don't have to worry Throw about it at that point. If you have it on a tree, it's going to change. You know, so you got to be, you know, mindful of that too. And keep an eye on it throughout <clears throat> the season too. You know, if you're hanging on ropes like Mike and I do across two, Two trunks you have to make sure that 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 maintains its height um, last year I had one in that heavy snow that went well the tree bent over so it dropped down and obviously the deer lost interest and as soon as that snow melted popped right back up I got immediate pictures of deer right back on it again so that was kind of an interesting thing to me too but uh, you know that's kind of what we see with mock scrapes I mean it's pretty simple they're a great tool we utilize them so we appreciate the question. Uh, if you guys got any comments about what you do with mock space, put them right down here in the comment section here on YouTube. We'd appreciate that. We want to hear from you guys. If you want to subscribe to the channel and like what you see, just go ahead and click the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. Want to check us out on podcasts? You can check us out at Amazon. I heard. Google. RSS.com. Spotify. And YouTube. YouTube. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have a good day. Later.